Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Keeping Up with Kayla. I cannot describe how excited I am right now to have the mic in my hand and to be recording this episode. I have missed doing this so much, but I had a calling from my intuition to just really take a step back about a year and a half ago and evaluate how I was spending my time, especially how I was showing up online. And I felt like I was spreading myself too thin and something had to give. At the time, I'd been working three jobs for two years and I just felt like I was running on fumes. And so something had to give. And even though creating content and showing up on social media is such a creative outlet for me, I truly love it so much. I love sharing. I, I've always had a very healthy relationship with social media. I know that's not the case for everyone. Even though it was that outlet for me, I still felt like it was just the thing that I needed to just pause on because it ultimately wasn't making me money. It was just something that I was doing as a therapeutic thing. And I just needed to buy myself some time back because I was working through jobs and just trying to make ends meet and just keeping up with everything that I was doing. So I now am finally at a point where I feel like I am truly living my dream life that I manifested like three years ago. And I am just so excited to be able to say those words because I didn't not think I was going to be here, but I also totally, you know, I was waiting for this moment. And so I'm just so relieved, just feeling so overwhelmed with gratitude. And finally, I feel like I can start to continue to produce content in a different way and just really get back into what makes me feel good and how I want to share online. So here I am. (laughs) Hope everyone's been well in the past year and a half. I am going to do a full episode next on actually how I manifested what I'm calling my dream life and all the steps, you know, that are tangible, actionable takeaways on how to do that. But for today, I just really want to kind of catch us all up on where I've been the past three years and how I've gotten here and just maybe some life lessons for you guys to take away and just as a little like update so that moving forward, you know where I'm doing, you know where I am and just kind of how I got here. So I'll try to keep it as short and sweet as possible and just get right to the point. But essentially March, first week of March in 2020, I told my boss who is a personal trainer, I was committed to doing personal training for the rest of my life. I thought that was my end all be all job. And the first week of March, I decided, you know what, I really want to move to Boston and do something new. And I definitely thought that that was a huge risk. Um, But I gave my boss six month notice, which is crazy. But I said, you know what, in September 1st, I plan to move to Boston. So just as a heads up. And the week later uh, was COVID. So I thought, okay, two weeks to flatten the curve, then I'll pick back up on my job search. We all know that that did not happen. And so around Easter, I really was like, okay, this is not going away. And I need to just be grateful that I have a job, be grateful I'm living at home and don't have to pay rent or feel like I'm going to get evicted and just be grateful. So I just was grateful and I gave up my dreams of moving to Boston until the end of July, 2020, my mom's best friend called me and said, I work at a private school just outside of Boston. We're hiring a full-time head coach for field hockey for the fall season. And would you be interested? And of course I had to really think about it. I was very reluctant because I was only guaranteed pay for the fall season. So essentially three months. And I was like, I don't know. But then synchronistically, my best friend from high school and best friend from college also got jobs in Boston and we were all, one was moving from Connecticut, one was moving from New York and I'd be moving from Portland, Maine. And we got an apartment in Brookline and 
called it a day. <laughs> and the rest was history. You lived ha happily ever after. Just kidding. Um, no, but seriously, it was very, very interesting how, you know, the universe just has a way. And so we got an apartment a month later, which is unheard of in Boston. Like you usually have to, you know, look six months in advance in order to get any apartment in Boston. And so we got it, you know, th I think COVID really helped in that sense. And we lived there for two years. Those first three months I was coaching field hockey and working at Athleta. I really believe in immersing yourself in communities that you want to be a part of. Even though I was only making minimum wage at Athleta, I really enjoyed health and wellness and everything that Athleta stood for, being a B Corp, body positive. I love their products. So I just was like, you know what? It's not really about the money. It's about who you spend your time with. And I definitely got into a bad habit of working myself to the ground because there was nothing else to do in COVID but work. And I was like, I have all this time. At least I can make money out of it. Um, and also Boston is very expensive. So I definitely was really just using all my time to just work. And I mean, I had to for some capacity, but also I definitely didn't need to, but I definitely got in a bad habit, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> and then I was also nannying on the side because I was only guaranteed those three months of work. And I was like, I need at least something else. And build relationships and, you know, be able to, at least it was cash into the table. So, and we all know that Boston is, is an expensive city, not only to live in, but to, you know, go out and go to get dinner and all these things. So I was babysitting, but if you know me, you know that I'm not ever the one that's like, sign me up to babysit. Like I love kids from afar. <laughs> I don't know if there's anyone else out there. That sounds horrible. I obviously love my family, but like, I'm not someone that gets lit up by babysitting. So I was like, immediately get me out of here and uh, continue to job search. Um, so Full Lane, a Boston-based clean beauty brand uh, that started in 2014, they posted on Instagram saying that they were hiring for their Beacon Hill store. That was a full-time person. And so I just immediately, I told, I joke with my manager at the time and I say, you know, I immediately wrote you a love letter because I was so passionate about clean beauty, specifically Full Lane. I loved every single thing that they did and that they represented. And I luckily got the job, <laughs> thank God. And all my friends know that that was like the era of work that I just could not stop talking about. I poured my heart and soul into that job. I loved it so much, barely making above minimum wage, but it didn't really matter. I really just enjoyed all the customers that I met, all the people that I worked with, like those connections were truly lifelong connections, which I am so eternally grateful for. And to this day, some of the brand partnerships that I have started at Fulane because of those connections. The CEO, Tara Foley, was just one of the most incredible women and people that I've ever met in my entire life. And I just cannot say enough good things about Fulane and that experience. And I thought I was going to be there for the rest of my life. I thought that I was going to climb the ladder, move into corporate marketing. Uh, but unfortunately, they got bought out by Credo. But fortunately, you know, it's always a good thing. We we support, I still support Credo and the clean beauty movement in general. But the unfortunate part is just that there wasn't a job for me. Uh, so uh, we love Credo, but unfortunately, no job for Kayla. So I had to pivot. And of course, you know, you, you have this plan in your head. And then the universe says, actually, that's not going to happen. Um, so I had to think creatively on how I was going to get a job again. And I decided to look at the school that I was coaching at. 
I had coached two seasons at this point, and obviously I had so much love and loyalty towards that community because it is what brought me to Boston, and I'm so grateful for it, and I just loved everything about the school. I just didn't know that there was other opportunities beyond teaching there. So again, not loving the kids thing was a challenge. So I decided to look into their advancement and development office and there was an opening, which was amazing. And I, during that time, I cannot even express how much I learned and matured professionally. I was surrounded by really, really smart people. We had a blast. I learned so much. I grew so much professionally so fast and I cannot express how much you know, the love and respect I have for everyone at that school. And obviously I loved my field hockey girls probably too much (laughs) because it was really, really hard to leave. And I ended up coaching three seasons and, um, and that was, that was it. And because I got another call from my mom's other best friend. And this obviously just goes to show that, you know, two major jobs in my life have been from personal connections and, just to be kind to everyone you meet because you never know if you're going to work for them in the future. So, you know, when you're at your family barbecue, again, you never know. You never know. You never can be too relaxed. Just always show up and be a good person and obviously be yourself. But when you think that someone's not watching, they are. So just keep that in mind. And so I got this call from her. She said, you know, I've worked at this company, this tech company in Boston for 17 years we have a new opening in um, a different department than she was in, but she said, there's this job opening that I think you'd be really good at. And I think you'd really enjoy. I never ever saw myself working for a tech company. I think also we have so many preconceptions of what something is going to feel like or be like, whether that be a job, whether that be a move, like it could be so many different things. We have all these preconceptions and this is just a lesson to really go in with an open mind and an open heart because you never know. And I just was like, you know what? I have a job. I saw myself at the school for at least another year and I wasn't looking for a job. So I was like, you know what? It's always good to interview and practice and all that stuff. Get my name in there, get my foot in the door, so to speak. And so I went in for the interview and I immediately fell in love. I couldn't believe it. I also told myself that when I was leaving this, whenever I would leave the school, I really, really wanted to work full time in health and wellness. And so I was applying to jobs like whoop, so many jobs, and I was just getting denied left and right. And I was telling one of my friends this and how frustrated I was, because I knew I like had what it take it took. And I don't know why I was getting denied and not even getting initial interview. And she said something to the effect of instead of focusing on, you know, health and wellness from the perspective of a company providing other people health and wellness. What if this tech company job paid so well that you could focus on your own health and wellness, and then you can share that online. And that was something that, you know, it just goes to show with manifestations, which I'll get into in the next episode. You have, you feel, have this feeling like I want to be in health and wellness. I want to develop my health and wellness. And so, oh, I'm going to go work for a health and wellness company. Well, maybe, but also maybe be open to the universe showing you something else where now I'm working at this tech company and it pays me well enough to be able to only work one job really to, you know, have more time and resources to develop and experiment with my own health and wellness. And I have more free time to be able to produce and share content about those things and actually make more of an impact arguably than just being one person working in a thousand person company 
And so I was just so blown away that she said that. And I was like, oh my God, you're so right. And it's just a bonus that this company also does, you know, work in health and wellness in some capacities. They help make medical devices and other health and wellness gadgets. And also my team members themselves love health and wellness. So all day, whenever we have free time to chat about things, we're chatting about the latest, you know, gadgets or new research on something else. There are immunity shots in the fridge. Like it is just so unbelievable when you just drop and surrender your preconceived, you know, feelings about something and you just let the universe guide you to where you're supposed to go that it's truly been a dream. I'm so happy. I love my job. I love my team. I love my company. It's been the best two months I could have ever asked for. And I just couldn't believe it. And not to mention, as you all know, I love my younger sister so much. And she is like the best thing that ever happened to me. And wouldn't you know that she is going to be working at the same company and she's, and I have decided to live together. So between my new job and living with Amber, my younger sister, I truly am like, feel like I'm on cloud nine and I cannot express how happy I am. So I just want to give you guys that update to say, you know, I'm living in the North end. I could not even express how much I love that community. We were in Brookline before and I was a little bit nervous moving into the city. And if anyone else is like considering this, please reach out to me because I will tell you it is not overwhelming at all. Obviously, I grew up in Portland, Maine, which is a little bit like the city of Maine, but it's still a suburb. It's still very, you know, it's not a city like Boston is, but the North End specifically, I feel so passionately about the community is so special. People wave to you in the morning and say good morning and people are looking in the eyes and like smile at you. It is just such a community that I have fallen in love with. And so I'm so excited to be living there and working in the seaport, like so close. So my walk to work is 20 minutes on the ocean. I just cannot even express how happy I am with where everything has gone and led me to. And so I'm really excited for this new chapter in my life and journey. And I just feel like I'm really going to have a quantum leap. Like, I don't know if anyone, if you want me to talk more about these types of terminologies or not, but it's just essentially like a huge growth spurt energetically um, that happens just like so fast. And I really feel like that that has happened to me because everything happens so fast. It always does. Sometimes things ha- come quicker to you than you expect them to. And even when you're ready, you're not ready. And, you know, it was, I'm just so happy and so happy to be able to also speak to you guys in the next episode about how I tangibly was able to manifest this because it's something that you guys can hopefully be able to implement into your lives. So that is my update for now. And please let me know if there's anything specific you want to hear on this podcast, because I'm going to start to record these more often. I'm so excited to, and I hope you all are doing well. And I just have a good feeling about 2023. I don't know. I feel like there were such high expectations for 2021 and 2022. And we were just like let down a little bit, but you know what? 2023, I think we were all just here to surrender and just be happy and grateful for what we've got. So anyway, (laughs) I will talk to you guys in my next episode and have a great rest of your day. Bye.